Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. By using proven investment strategies, Wealth Within aims to help you consistently outperform the share market. Whether you're an aspiring trader, interested in self-managed super funds, or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within can give you a distinct advantage in the share market. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, Chief Analyst at Wealth Within. Today I thought I'd talk about self-managed super funds. In fact, I'm going to make this a two-part podcast. Firstly, I'm going to be talking about what super funds are, who do they suit, the pros and cons of that, um, how much do they cost to set up. And next week, we'll talk about a bit about the investing and, and how to manage one of your self, self-managed super funds. So what is a self-managed super fund? A lot of people think a self-managed super fund is an investment, an investment, and it really isn't. A self-managed super fund is very, very much like a family trust. Um, it's actually not an investment vehicle, but it's actually a structure or a tax-type structure. Um, a super fund is an investment um, house, so to speak, and it actually puts your your investments within that. So you might invest in shares or property, and that get placed. They get placed within your self-managed super fund, similar to what a family trust does. When a family, when you have a family trust, it is a tax structure that holds investments for you. Obviously, with a self-managed super fund, the idea is to hold the investments for you until you retire and then obviously provide for your retirement in an income being generated that or having capital that you can draw on. So who's typically investing in a self-managed super fund? Well, we're seeing a a large range of people nowadays setting up these self-managed super funds and we're helping people do that all the time. But generally, they're people in their 40s and 50s looking for control uh, and looking for a better way because what I find is a lot of them are mistrusting financial plans and the industry or the financial planning industry as such um, and also the super fund managers or managed funds and so they're looking for a lot more control because they believe they can not only control their money but also get a better return and pay less fees so but then again we're still getting a bit of a trend of some younger people in their 20s and 30s actually setting them up but the majority is 40s and 50s looking at that last 10 to 20 years of their retirement and setting up one of those things uh, or a self-managed super fund for themselves. So we are getting a, a much more um, influx of inquiries on that. So if you're looking up, who does it really, really suit? And really a self-managed super fund suits people that have at least $100,000 to invest. I'll say that again because I knocked the mic. Really a self-managed super fund suits somebody who's got at least $100,000 to invest. Now really this is a, um, a, a a moving sort of target, this 100000 because if you listen to ASIC, ASIC talks about 100000 If you talk to financial planners, they'll tell you 200000 If you listen to the CPAs, they'll tell you a different figure again. But realistically, how much you have to invest in a super fund is what you have to invest. But it all gets down to returns versus costs. Because if it costs you to, uh, to audit um, and to do the financial accounting for your self-managed super fund, if it costs you 10% of the money uh, of that super fund to do that, and you only make a 10% on your investments, then it's not really worth having a self-managed super fund. So what you've got to weigh up is the, is the returns that you can actually get, and obviously the fees to manage that fund for yourself. So, but can anyone set them up? And, and the answer is absolutely yes. Anybody can set up a self-managed super fund. The pros are you have control over your money. You decide where it goes, what, to get, what it gets invested in. Now, obviously, the government's got some rules around that, and we'll get into some of that in the next, uh, in the next session on this. You've got the investment choices, whether shares, property, fixed interests, such as bonds, those sorts of things you can actually invest in. You've got a low taxation environment. I mean, 
the pros for a self-managed super fund or the biggest pro is that it's only a 15% taxation. Now, in my view, you shouldn't be taxed on your super fund at all. I mean, the government's telling us they can't fund our retirement with pensions and that they go and tax our retirement so that we can't retire on as much money as we should be able to. And I think uh, everybody should write to their politicians and say, why the hell are you taxing my retirement when you're telling me you can't help me fund it? So, and I think that's something that we should all should do because I don't believe in paying tax on your superannuation. But also gives you protection. Your assets protected from bankruptcy and other legal claims um, up to certain thresholds because your money's locked in a vault, so to speak. And so it is quite good to have your money in a self-managed super fund. But you also get flexibility because in a self-managed super fund, you can have up to four members. So it can be husband and wife, two children. You can all be in that super fund. And you can also pull your assets to go and buy uh, pull your uh, super funds to actually go and buy an investment assets. But you can also do estate planning because upon the death of any member in the super fund, the super fund can continue its investments and it can remain a super fund for the benefit of the remaining men, uh, members. But the only problem is, is with super funds or the, or the cons as far as super funds are concerned is leveraging, is you can't really leverage properly into a self-managed super fund. So sometimes it's better to leave your money outside of a super fund so that you can borrow to invest. For instance, at the moment, you can't borrow money to buy a house to put into your super fund. That's not something you can do. But you can do some leveraging in forms of using um, instalment warrants and that. And we'll actually get to, to that in, in my next session on what you can invest in in a super fund and how you do that. Uh, but right now, leveraging is not something really that super funds can actually do in a, in a very sophisticated way. But the other thing is compliance issues. With super funds, you've got to do auditing, you've got to have the taxation. But that's not really difficult. It's not as difficult as the professionals make it out to believe. And there are plenty of companies out there helping people set up self-managed super funds. So I would suggest if something you're thinking about setting up, please have a big think about it and get all the information you need. If you need some help, give our guys a call on the phone here at Wealth Within and we can advise you on, or help you understand what a self-managed super fund is and whether it's right for yourself. So I'm going to sign off for this week and I look forward to chatting you next week where I'll bring you part two of Self-Managed Super Fund. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. For more information, visit our website at www.wealthwithin.com.au.